from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. Welcome to the GoodAtheist.net podcast. My name is Jack Forte. And I'm Ryan Harkness. All right, today we're going to celebrate Christmas a little bit early because Ryan is leaving for Tennessee. And this is his uh, last show before, I guess, after the new year, right? Uh, yeah, January 7th is when I come back. Man. So until then, it's going to be, I don't know, guest people and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. Last time you were gone, took the opportunity to try to... Uh, get more interviews that's why when i got that pz myers thing and stuff like that so um i'm going to be trying a couple of interviews jeff is going to be filling in for your shoes and then maybe who knows close to christmas i may not just make a show you know right at christmas time maybe you won't get one everyone how crazy i know eh? taking some time off just during the holidays well we can't call them holidays though eh? it's the one christmas if you call it that oh is it is that how it works yeah, exactly. I, I, the whole thing is if you call it ho- the holidays rather than Christmas, then sort of, you know, the people, uh, Christians get really mad because they're like, well, you're not saying Christmas, you're just trying to say the more sectarian holidays. Oh, no, we're trying to be more inclusive. <laughs> How dare we? Well, you know, I don't think that... Uh, it, it, Christmas is one of those touchy things. Christians don't want to let go of Christmas as their holiday, despite the fact that it's totally not their holiday. It's never been their holiday ever. <laughs> well, it's been they, for the last little while, but, I mean, historically, it wasn't their holiday to begin with. They just fucking pulled a fast one on everyone and be like, yep, this uh, formerly pagan holiday of uh, winter solstice is now uh, the birth of our god. They're pretty good at squatting on dates like that. I, I give them an A-plus for, for all of that. Whoever... Because here's the interesting thing. I really want to know... I, maybe they wouldn't have been able to pull it off back in the day if there was a better information network and all that, but the people who ran shit back in the day, they were ruthless and awesome. You know what I mean? Like, all, all these ideas... The, the Christmas, the Castle of Nicaea, these are all good ideas. Don't you know? get Easter and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, no, trust me. There's numerous dates that uh, I'm just talking overall in general, the way that things used to be run, much better than... The, I mean, nowadays, they can't even molest children without fucking that they up. They can't even it's, do that right, Yeah, is what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's disturbing. You got any, <laughs> Speaking of disturbing, um, here's, a little, here's a little thing that I thought was really quite funny in the news. Uh, there's this um, city councilor, uh, city councilman uh, in North Carolina that's trying to be ousted from his position. Because, oh, he's not uh, trying to be. Somebody else is. Somebody's trying, trying to get rid of him. This, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the reason is because he uh, does not believe in God. And under North Carolina's constitution, uh, an atheist is not allowed to hold office. Yeah, I actually got the uh, the section of the North Carolina Constitution right in front of me where it says, uh, Section 8, Disqualifications for the Office. The following person shall be disqualified for office. First, I guess foremost, any person who shall deny the being of Almighty God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, the way that's written. Almighty. So what if you admit that there is God, but he's really not all that mighty, or is kind of like... 
an impotent god. Ah, then that would not be an, the almighty god mm. that they're talking about. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that probably incorporates the majority of the population of Earth. Yeah, so that's still on the Constitution. The funny thing about this is it seems like it's across the Constitution. Whenever they talk about God, they always talk about almighty God. It seems like most state constitutions were kind of cookie-cuttered out of, out of a general cloth. So I, I kind of bounced around because they were saying Tennessee has the same thing. Texas has the same thing. I couldn't find Texas's, but Tennessee's is pretty much the same. I, Isn't that you, where you're going for Yes, for yes it is. Yes, it is. And How does that feel? How do you feel? Does it feel kind of weird knowing that they have a amendment in their constitution that prevents atheists from uh, being uh, from holding office? It's always a little bit bizarro when I go down there, man, and check everything out. It's it's like it's normal, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, that does sound kind of pretty much pretty fucked up. I think what's really funny about that whole story is that essentially the guy. Um, you know, seems like a pretty solid candidate, you know, is mm-hmm. uh, smart and, and capable. And, and all of a sudden, it's just like his political opponents are like, no, you can't let him. He's this is believing God and this is important. This is really important for city councilmen, really? Yeah. Believing God is important to you, eh? Because you, you, you need so much belief well, the cool for thing, being in politics. The cool so thing I liked about this guy is he actually said... Uh, it's not that big of a deal to me. It's like my atheism is not a core or whatever. It's not my platform. It's not anything else. It doesn't even, it's not even the most, it's not even a very interesting question to me. So it definitely has nothing to do with my job. And I thought that was the perfect answer to, to throw up. Uh, so props to him on that. I think it's, I think, you know what, though, that uh, he may not really be understanding the, the kind of, I don't want to say that there's all of a sudden like this. Uh, duty for him to try to act, you know, to, to to try to make sure that other atheists in similar positions don't get shit on, mm. uh, because you know there was there was this other guy in the article that uh, that I was reading, basically who had fought for years. Uh, because he had been dismissed for being an atheist as well in like the or late 1990s or something like that, and he was fighting for like seven years mm-hmm. uh, for uh, you know like the the I guess he was suing. So uh, <laughs> he was he was he was saying that this is a big deal, and I agree with him. You know, North, particularly North Carolina, because every time I hear the word North Carolina, you know, I keep thinking. Is pretty fucking rednecky, Bible belty. Kind of get nervous with the Carolinas, but it's not so bad in North Carolina. South Carolina is worse. North Carolina is like an educated Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina is another one of those places my parents used to live. So it seems like they're traveling through all of the uh, all of the interesting well, spots. N- North Carolina was also interestingly there was a there was a university that in North Carolina that had asked us if we wanted to go do uh, a speech on atheism. So mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely some growing interest over there about. Atheists, it's like pushing down. Yeah, it's like make yourself known mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Atheists. Well, I, you know, when stuff like this is happening, it seems like the battleground is already set. I mean, the people that are pushing this, because this is what I initially thought was the people that were pushing this whole he's an atheist and he needs to be kicked out. I thought they were just crazy people, and you know, maybe they are. But it, from from the article, they were mentioning one of the guys is an NAACP. Uh, uh, head for his region, and another guy is like the editor of one of the area's newspapers. Now, yeah, I know the, the 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 that guy, the, the very same guy that you're talking about, the uh, NAACP. You know, just fighting for the rights of black people. Congratulations, that's really must feel weird. You know, <laughs> so like I fight for black Americans, and I fight against atheists holding office. It's not right. <laughs> I'm like, do you hear yourself? I mean, it's not like I want to compare. Uh, you know, atheists is a minority to say blacks during the 1950s or even later than that. But come on, dude. I mean, 
Seriously? Seriously, here you are. You are fighting for equity amongst your pigmentation color, and uh, and now you take offense to people's religious beliefs, <laughs> and you want to prevent them from holding office because you just find that offensive. Like the same guy is like his father's a Baptist minister. Oh, so I guess your Baptist minister father told you, you can't suffer atheists. They'll destroy everything. Mm. They're no good nicks. Yeah. And they deserve to be included in a constitution as not being able to hold office. I'm like, replace the word atheist with Jew, and then tell me if that sounds like a really fucking fantastic constitution. Mm. It's now, pretty bad. One of, the, one of the fun things that I, that, you know, reading up on this is I, I dug around in the constitution a little bit more on a number of the different state ones just to see what was in there uh related relating to god okay and uh it was it, it it was interesting to read kind of the whole the 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 freedoms the religious liberty ones because it's funny because it sounds like you have the freedom to worship god however you want so long as you worship god so long as you worship god and in that interesting way atheists don't seem to have any protection under these constitutions at all. <laughs> See, it says specifically, all persons have a natural and inalienable right to worship Almighty God. Always Almighty God, I love Always, it. always. They love that word. According to the dictates of their own consciousness, and no human authority shall in any case whatsoever control or interfere with the rights of conscience. Man. So it's it's pretty pretty straight up where it's just like, Almighty you, you have God. the right to worship God, but I don't know so much about the right not to worship the non-existent nothing god. I always also found it quite hilarious that they always have to mention the word almighty. Like, you'll forget that God is almighty. You know what I mean? Like, supreme ruler of of all. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I think that's implied in the whole freakish name that you've given it. Like, yeah, the way that you define God, he's always supposed to be almighty and smiteful and fucking present. Smiteful. I like that word. <laughs> Very nice. Well, it is pretty smiteful. At least the God of the Old Testament, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the God of the New Testament, total fucking pussy. And recent God, how lazy can he be? He's totally not present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally unnecessary. He's on vacation or something. No new podcast from him for a while. No, no, none, none new, none mm-hmm. new. Here's something else I want to talk about. Let's move on, because, I mean, what else can you say about a city councilman trying to get kicked out? Uh, it's not much. Not be, much other than this is ridiculous. Other than it'll be interesting to see if they push it to court and how much of a pain in the ass. Like, the guy seems like he's laughing about it now. We'll see in a year when it's still a big deal if he still finds it funny. If he pushes it through the courts, it's likely that it, it'll just force the state to uh, change its constitution because it completely and utterly uh, is in violation of the U.S. Constitution. I mean, you're not supposed to hold any religion in special favor. This is obviously doing it. You are not allowed to make any fucking special provisions to force people who are non-believers out of office. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And if they tried to push it, they'd be fucked. I mean, this is why the guy's laughing about it. And he's like, go ahead. There's also a bunch of other laws that make it illegal to spit in the street or laws in Florida that make it so that if a woman breaks three dishes, she goes to jail. Yeah, lots of old fucking rules. You'll even probably find that in most states, even in most counties, they still have, you know, prohibition laws, even though they sell alcohol. It's don't, just, for, don't forget anal sex still not allowed. Oh, so many, many Many places, many states. yeah, many states. Probably, I think it's something like thirty or something. Some a lot, a large number of states. Sodomy is illegal, and in some states, only you know, missionary position is legal. <sighs> like anything, cons- anything considered not reproduction is sodomy. So it's not just in the ass. It's like, hello, blowjobs, totally illegal. 
Mm. Totally illegal. I hate that moralization via legislation crap. Ah, oh, it's terrible, especially when you're legislation, legislating sex. Stay out of my bedroom, government. Like, that's the one place I really don't want you there. I mean, there's plenty of places I don't want you, but the bedroom? Numero uno place I do not want you in. My bedroom. Get the fuck out of there, jackasses. <laughs> Speaking of jackasses, I put up a video today... Uh, of a leaked Scientology, I guess the only word I can call it is call to arms for members because they're trying to do a drive to to to, to you know because um, I guess they don't have enough money because they want to build a whole bunch of churches of Scientology churches all over the fucking country. Now, <clears throat> if you're aware of how the Church of Scientology basically functions, what that means is that if you are interested in starting your own org, that's what they call it, the orgs. Uh, well, then you, you basically you know, should try to do so. Either get involved or start it yourself because, hey, the advantage of starting your own Scientology church is that you get to keep a substantial amount of money that you charge people for the auditing process. All you got to do is pay 10% of that to the mother church, and so long as you follow all the rules, you can set up your own little motherfucking cash cow. Basically like a franchise, like a McDick's or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It is a franchise. It's a franchised cult. Now, uh, the, the, the crazy thing about the video, number one, they, their constant use of the word crusade, which is just, I, I really wish this is one of those words that people, specifically in the West, understood, because it's not a good word, all right? We, we often sort of like use it like, oh, let's do a crusade against poverty or a crusade against that. But think of the crusades, not so much from a Western perspective, but more say, let's pretend you're, oh, I don't know, Persian or you live in the Middle East. And for you, a crusade means literally all of your people being slaughtered and killed and raped and shit like that. Like, the crusades were just utterly brutal. Walking into town, slaughtering every fucking Muslim person around. It's like, no one uh, will be spared. No one gets to live. I mean, these are the kind... This is what crusades mean. Mm. On the other side of the fucking globe. But apparently everybody just loves tossing it around. That's the first thing. I fucking hate that word. Crusade sucks. All crusades are terrible. Except for uh, Crusaders of the... What's that Indiana Jones? It's Raiders. Cru- yeah, but The Last Crusade. The Last, Last crusade. crusade was pretty good. Okay, that's true. That was yeah. pretty cool. There we go. I, I think actually that was my favorite Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you there. The, I mean, I also love the fact that the main chick is both hot and evil. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. It's like hot evil girls. I mean, who hasn't had a crazy fantasy about a... Nazi chick. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> That's disturbing. Because here's the problem with Nazi... Because, see, Nazi chicks in the movie, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, in the movie. Like, I mean, I mean it, the get-up, right? Like, no, the no, hot, no, sexy get-up. Yeah, but, I mean, not Nazi chicks in real life, they're just ignorant... Retards. Oh, you don't wouldn't want to date them. Mm. I mean, it's like you go slumming, right? I, because everybody likes to go slumming once in a while. Yeah, your hood rats but, but, but are your crazy... Then ridiculous like in you know those wild boots and shit like that the get ups have you not seen any movies from yeah, but, the 70s but again it's like the, the the reality of it and speaking as somebody who who kind of delved a little bit into like the Nazi r- regions of MySpace tackling that stupid neo-Nazi clothing line for the MMA oh, thing oh yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. real Nazi chicks neo-Nazi they're just they're just ugly dumb ignorant people and there's nothing attractive about them at all <laughs> so are you saying they're not like all those 70 movies I used to watch where it's sort of like you know little SS swastika bands and topless fucking outfits and shit like that so this is no I no I'm watching no. the wrong I'm, I was watching the wrong 70s movies mm-hmm. but they were all blonde and slim and hot I think you just have a thing for 70s German chicks, so that's it. 
It's true. 70s European chicks. So, you know, just shift it over to another country and it'll be all good. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Scientology here. Okay, okay. Um, and, uh, okay, here's, here's a couple of things that I found also very interesting about the video, which I highly recommend. Go to the site and, and watch. It's a bit painful. It's kind of long. Well, it's here's like seven it, minutes. Just, just to just to paint you a, nothing. Uh, yeah, to paint you a picture of this video. Here's what it is. It's about ten different actors, or or I don't know. Uh, no, some church. are actors. Some are just fucking regular yahoos because they like to do that. They like to mix it up. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, Nancy Carthright, voice of Bart Simpson. Would you like to be in a video? You know, you could lend some celebrity power. Yeah, they had some celebrities in there, too. But it was just a bunch of people standing in front of a camera talking about, oh, okay, here's here's the situation on why we need your money to, to build these things, to, to change everybody over to Scientology, to spread the word so that your children can have a future. And, and there was a lot of really wishy-washy languages. And, language. and the, the thing that always interests me is that nobody can give you a proper elevator speech about what... Scientology is about because there really doesn't seem to be that much of a point. These people, if you don't think it's important, imagine waking up in the morning and not knowing how to raise your child. And well, imagine- first of all, first of all, I felt that that whole time with that woman, the, the very woman that you're quoting from, because she also says, "Imagine hating your husband." I'm like. <laughs> And the, and, and the emotional yourself. that was welling up in her fucking face, I'm like, wait a minute, you're talking about you right here. Mm. Sure, you probably woke up one morning and be like, what the hell am I doing? And you decided that Scientology was the answer? Scientology, really. It's like you woke up one day and you hated your husband, so you figured a science fiction writer's religion was for you. It's like, I don't even understand it. I was actually reading a little bit more of the history of, of the whole Scientology movement. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it, when L. Ron Hubbard wrote Dianetics, I'm not even entirely sure that he had th- he was thinking that it was going to be a religion. Because his whole thing was, I'm going to write this novel about how the human mind can be changed. and what It's like all this weird pseudo-fucking-psychiatric weirdness, like, of just him saying, like, for instance, that experiences that you have in the womb are, like, negative uh, engrams that influence you later on in your life. Just a bunch of fucking hoopla bullshit. And it was really funny because there was quite a few doctors back then that were actually wanted to promote this as real health information, Dianetics. And then he started sort of, like, going from Dianetics and, 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 and moved on to Scientology. So he used kind of Dianetics as that platform, because apparently it sold quite well when he released it, because he didn't want one of those, you know, ridiculous, the power of the mind books, you know? Yeah, Dianetics was one of those standard Oprah Book of the Month flash things that everybody was talking about for two seconds. Plus, you know, what was interesting about L. Ron Hubbard is that he was a noted mentalist, hypnotizer and shit like that, and all of his techniques that he later devised were kind of like use hypnotism, actually, in it, like auditing is is mostly kind of like aggressive hypnotizing essentially <laughs> that's what like a bu- like that's what psychiatric board in fucking France had determined that's why it's not allowed to be a religion in France by the way mm. because uh they're like this is aggressive hypnotizing and it should not be practiced and 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 the whole crazy thing too is that back in the 1970s when L Ron Hubbard introduced that whole e-meter thing you know that thing that you hold and it's supposed yeah. to measure your fucking emotions yeah Okay, well, the, 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 the U.S. government fucking raided their compound and seized them all because, you know, they were saying it was a medical device. Fucking galvometer, man. All it does is measure your skin's conductivity. Ooh! So advanced! <laughs> it's like you don't even want to know the internal workings of that thing. It's fucking simple. It's like one or two circuits. Just something ridiculous. Anyway, so apparently after that, 
they had to specifically I, I even think on the device there has to be a warning saying that this is a re- religious ritual rather than a medical device because it doesn't you can't claim that it does anything mm-hmm. other than some pseudo religious bullshit because mm-hmm. if you do claim that it does something it's a medical claim and you're going to go to jail <laughs> So I thought that was really interesting. But the craziest story, and I, I was just looking back because I was you know, just trying to do a little bit more research into Scientology because there's a lot to the organization. It's, I mean, if you really want to understand Scientology and read about it, it'll take you fucking forever. Oh, yeah, there's just so much. There's so much. But the craziest thing that I had read was uh, about, uh, like, a, in, the 19, in 1978, there was an organization that started. Remember the whole Jonestown massacre? Mm-hmm. Basically, this guy called Jim Jones starts this fucking cult uh, in South America and calls it Jonestown. There's, like, a thousand people living there. Anyways, uh, I, the, the whole, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid thing and people killing themselves, that's because of Jonestown, because they, they had assassinated some senator. I, you know, who had con- gone there to investigate to see how people were being treated. And just as he left on the airport, Jim Jones's followers show up with guns, fucking kill him and the camera crew that was there to film it. And the U.S. Army sort of like uh, just decided they were obviously going to have to raid the compound. But when they got there, everyone had drinking poisoned Kool-Aid or Flavor-Aid, actually. Mm. And uh, their bodies were strewn all over the place. It was a huge deal. So this 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 organization called the Cult Awareness Network sprang up as a result of that. And their whole mandate was like, we want to basically provide, uh, make an organization that fights against cults. You know, like they viewed cults as dangerous and they wanted to do something about it. And they were probably one of the biggest uh, anti-cult organizations uh, in the U.S. In 1995, there was a kid called Jason Scott and he was kidnapped and forcefully deprogrammed because back in the day they used to have this I guess it was kind of popular people thought deprogramming was like a real thing because you know you had the whole brainwashing aspect. Mm-hmm. and you, you remember that Simpsons episode where they kidnap Bart but it's not really Bart it's Hans Molman and he's trying to convince yeah, him, you yeah, love yeah. Homer and Marge fucking same exact thing so deprogramming used to be a big thing and unfortunately Ken was referring people to deprogrammers and this uh, this Jason Scott kid was referred, like his parents had been referred to this uh, this deprogrammer, and essentially what happened is that they brought Can over to court, and Can was fined a million dollars for it. Now after that happened, that's the Can is is the, the Cult Awareness Network. Okay. So the organization. Now this is an organization that had a budget of about three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, so it wasn't exactly like a gigantic organization. So they get sued for a million dollars now. They may have been able to kind of pay that off, and they would probably still exist as the old can, uh, except for right around that time, 50 Scientologists simultaneously had tried to join the organization just as volunteers. Like, here's the thing. Scientologists, typically what they do is they infiltrate organizations, and then they try to take them over. They've done this on multiple occasions. But in this case, they were trying to do this, and the head of the organization just refused and said no. So... Right after what happened is that 50 of those people filed identical lawsuits claiming religious discrimination against the organization, and they were so marred in all of these legal proceedings that essentially they had to declare bankruptcy. So by forcing litigation on the organization, they were able to destroy it, but they weren't done because Scientologists then bought the organization in, including all the all all the info that had been gathered, all of the files on all the cults, they they managed to get all of that information, which they now own, mm. and of rebranding 
the Cult Awareness Network. It is now owned by Scientologists. I went to the site, okay, because I was really curious. What does the new Cult Awareness Network do? And they're, what they do now is they try to fight against religious discrimination. The Cult Awareness Network fights for greater religious rights. <laughs> I love it. Unbelievable. If you call the Cult Awareness Network, odds are you're going to talk to a Scientologist. It's just so, fucking deliciously hilarious. So let me let me understand this. The Cult Awareness Network fights Scientology. Yes. Scientology sues them and then mires them in a legal in legal proceedings yep. to the point where they go bankrupt. That's right. Then they pick up this organization in bankrupt yeah, court. They, they they buy the logo, the name, everything for like twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And now they're running this thing themselves. Right. Lovely. <laughs> now, in order to be able to maintain the facade that they are promoting religious tolerance, the the board member of the new can, because there's there's two, you have to think about the old can and the new can, mm-hmm. because the old can is dead. It's not fighting against cults anymore. Forget that. That's dead. The new can is sort of run by uh, a group, you know, sort of like a people of varying uh, religious faith. So you got a Buddhist there, you got a fucking Jew, you, you got a. Uh, Scientologists. So they, they try to have a bit of a diverse group in order to maintain this illusion that they're fighting for religious tolerance. But it's really weird going to this website. And the, 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 I think the funniest thing about all their, the, the, the literature that they have is they try to debunk all of the stuff that the old can had talked about. Like, for instance, they claim that religious indoctrination is impossible. They say that that's just a way for people to be able to... Uh, deal with their family members no longer talking to them and stuff like that because Scientology practices kind of the same things that most cults do like when you're you're supposed to distance yourself from your friends and family if they're not Scientologists Mm. which is a classic tactic of most cults but of course they don't mention that this is a tactic at all they just said well this is just because people's lives move on and they just like to blame (laughs) other reasons and circumstances the cult awareness network Mm. wonderful this is Lovely. what happens when it's owned by these other groups. So it's, uh, yeah, odds are if you call these guys, uh, you will talk to a Scientologist. So don't call them if you have any, if you if you think that there might be a cult around, something like that. They are not the people that you need to call anymore. These organizations don't exist anymore anyways. Like, we live in an age where it's supposed to be, you know, like religious tolerance is the order of the day, right? You can't You can't even talk shit about religion anymore. You're just... You're, you're branded as, a, as an intolerant jackass if you do that. If you're saying, that, well, for instance, that Scientology is a cult of greed and power, no, you're wrong. It provides so much spiritual help to people. How dare you say that they're a fucking cult? You have no right. Hmm. This is the kind of stage we're at now. You can't even talk shit. Well, so long as we're at that stage where we're not getting sued by Scientology yet, I'm happy. It'll fucking <laughs> happen. I mean, look at their tactic. It's a, They've used the law... Uh, they've used copyright law or just just the courts as another branch of their 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 their, their power. You know, like they they have so much money, so much fucking money. They can well, they they really do. They they understand the power of offensive litigation, which is basically you go on the offense and you litigate the fuck out of whoever you're you're fighting with, just to just to drain their resources. Yep, yep, and uh, and it's a very effective tactic. It's very fucking effective. Okay, before we leave, there's something I wanted to talk about. This is a letter I received uh, just the other day from uh, one of our fans, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about it just before we wrap up the show. Uh, So I'll read you the letter. He says, 
Hi, Jacob. I've been listening to The Good Atheist for about a half a year now. Not very actively. Sorry about that. I've recently lost my relationship with my girlfriend. A big part of it was because of my atheism. On the latest podcast, you mentioned that your members were not completely out of the closet, i.e. the hot female ones. I found this very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I've had a hard time finding ladies that do not believe in ghosts and all that. Well, you know. So basically, after all this rambling, I wanted to ask you and Ryan if you have ever been in a circumstance with a woman that was superstitious and how it went. If you answered this in a previous pod, ignore me completely. <laughs> Sincerely, Mike. So he wants to know if we've ever been in relationships with non-atheist girls and whether or not that created any kind of problems or so on and so forth. Uh, my high school sweetheart was Catholic and it didn't really cause any problems because my whole thing with my atheism is being that... You know, I I don't I don't really find the, the the need to butt heads with people over over much of like like any kind of issue that we had. You know, it was all the, it was all theistic. There was there was never any kind of situation where where she would butt head heads up with reality and say, "Oh, Jesus is the answer." You know what I mean? So so she never she never pulled out the the, the J word. Very the, often? Never, ever, ever, never ever 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 no. ever. So never. her her religion wasn't in your face. It was it was might as well Catholic by association. It sounds like to me. Like well, a fucking, it's, it's, did she go to church? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I went to church with her uh, once. It was pretty funny because I, I went and obviously uh, being non-baptized, I wasn't able to go up and receive whatever. But everybody everybody thought that the reason I wasn't going up was because I was a Protestant. And oh no, you can you can go up. And I'm like I'm not baptized. And they're like. <gasps> <laughs> He was like, "Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, yes, I guess you do have to stay seated here while everyone else lines up." And <laughs> did they did they really sort of like make it do with gas? Well, it, it, it was kind of that. It, it was like the oh, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> then I guess you do have to sit here and it's like, partake. "Oh, you're going to hell." Oh, I see. No, it was, it was just kind of that. Oh, I, then I guess you can't come out. Never mind. <laughs> I've I I did date um, one girl that was pretty religious, at least for when I was dating her. But she was also pretty crazy, just in general. Mm. Uh, she was like this, just really. Well, here's the thing about crazy girls: is when you don't think they're crazy, and you just think that they're adventurous or different or outgoing, then you can fall for it until, of course, you realize that they're absolutely batshit insane. She, that chick that you're talking about, it was pretty clear from day one that she was nuts. It's true, but she was pretty damn hot. Yeah. It's tough, hot chicks that are also nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. And see, that's my advice to anybody out there listening, is put up with your girlfriend's religiosity depending on how hot she is. <laughs> it's like, and that's that's the best sliding scale to apply is like, she'll say something and you'll be like, oh, but she's hot, so just let it slide. And it's, I mean, the truth of the matter is there's no reason why atheists and religious people can't get along in a relationship. Not, I mean, every relationship is full of things that people don't agree on, but it really doesn't well, really, matter. But here's, here's the thing, here is the thing, though. I mean, if you look at the statistically speaking... The the most important factor in 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 in, in, uh, in a couple's the the most similar thing of any couple is their religion. That's the first thing that's shared in common. Oh, what? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Statistics. I'm this like, to me. It, it, you can actually read it in the book uh, "The Third Chimpanzee" by Jared Diamond. He says that that's the most common factor. The second yeah, factor but it's, being it's not, race. That, that, that's the common factor. Yeah, but you can't. It's the single most largest common factor, pal. Not mm. the second. Not the third. Not the one hundredth. It's the first. So. Yes, it actually does matter. And I know that what you're probably saying is that in most circumstances it don't, because even people that claim they're religious, like all these fucking, you know, like, oh, I'm Protestant, they're not really. 
Protestants. I mean, they'll go to church, they'll do they're the whole Protestant, thing, like but they're I'm fucking Protestant. yeah, exactly. They're they're Protestant by association. So most of the time, the cool thing about it is that most people who say they're religious are really not really that religious. They're just fucking telling everybody else they are just to save face. That's the good news. The bad news, though, is that when you, the, I think the biggest problem that a lot of couples face, especially later on when they have different faiths, is their kids. That's the fucking time when you really, like, what you believe, where, where that conflict arises, starts to show itself. Because when all of a sudden, you know, one is saying, uh, oh, uh, when a little girl is asking her dad, oh, who's better, Superman or Jesus? And then, uh, you know, say the religious mother says, well, uh, Jesus is real and Superman is make-believe. What are you going to fucking say as an atheist when you're just basically thinking that both of these are fucking, um, you know, fictional characters? And why are you lying or making my child cry? You know like, what I mean? Like, sometimes your beliefs, specifically what you teach others, your kids, will matter. It will fucking matter in the future. It may not now, because you just don't need to deal with it. But I'm saying you fucking will have to eventually deal with it. Now, speaking from someone who has dated girls that were non-religious, I even found that sort of like, I, I, my last girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, she wasn't, she wasn't religious at all. She didn't care. But I'll be honest with you, that actually kind of bugged me that she didn't care. Because I care. And it was like she didn't she didn't give a shit about anything that I did related to my atheism, and I also found that annoying. But maybe that's just me, you know. When you're trying to be in the big, you know, in the scene, in the atheist scene, you you kind of want someone that thinks what you're doing is cool. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to announce that at least now I'm dating someone who was also a hardcore atheist, and I'm loving it. All right, it is awesome. I highly recommend it. It is good. All right, you don't have to deal with all of this. BS. They don't say something embarrassing that you have to bite your tongue at, like saying, like, ooh, she's a Pisces. I bet you that has something to do with her personality. And you'd probably be like, oh, my goodness. You know, you don't have to have any of those moments. See, I, I just uh, prefer to be more open-minded and not really care if a person uh, says something like that. So I guess that's where we differ. <laughs> Open-minded. I think we should not be so open-minded that our brains fucking fall out. If a per person makes a claim and I think I disagree I, I just, with it, I'm going to tell them. Yeah. I'm not just going to bite my tongue and say it for the for the prospect of being open-minded. Fuck that shit. No, no. It's just that you here. You are saying that that basically. It's just this idea that atheists somehow are going to be less stupid than, than theists. And the truth of the matter is, uh, atheism has nothing to do with intelligence. Most people, as we've said many times, are too dumb to be good atheists. I've met many I don't know, dumb I don't, atheists I, I really don't think it's who would be worse no, to date than many religious people. So I, would say I think this so. is a crazy wall that you're putting up. And I, we're, we disagree on the topic. And that's perfectly fine. I just say that I'm more open-minded about it than you are. Mr. Well, you know what? You know what? That, but the, the, <laughs> I think I think that just l lends itself to kind of like your personality. I had to force you into the fucking atheist scene. You wouldn't have given a shit otherwise. Hey, no, no, this is just a, a work trade deal, buddy. I needed a co-host for my show, and you need a co-host for yours. So I am an atheist. <laughs> it works out. I know, I'm I know, but not... I dragged you into that world. You know, like I, y you wouldn't have participated in it anyways if I hadn't, if I wasn't. Uh, trying to do a podcast or something like that. I mean, yeah. you, you, you would have probably cared, but not to that degree. Not to the degree of putting yourself out uh, yeah, there. Yeah, my, 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 my general opinion is I've never cared about what anybody believes, but when it starts pushing up against reality and, 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 you know, and they try to start affecting things in the real world, like say, oh my God, climate change isn't real and the world is only 6,000 years old, it's like, okay, you're starting to erode the factual existence of the universe here. Let's do something I just about find this. It, I just find it personally annoying when people 
deny objective reality in favor of uh, you know something that sounds or seems pleasant to them. Mm-hmm. I, that's what annoys me, and I, I have a difficult time respecting someone who believes in things for absolutely no reason, or even because of uh, okay, contradictory well, okay, evidence. Well, well, let me ask you that's this: tough. Do you not? respect the number of people who do have those those questionable beliefs i mean it's like just because one thing a person believes isn't respectable uh all of a sudden it's like i wouldn't what? want to date them i definitely wouldn't wouldn't want to date them i i need to i need to respect the opinions and values of people that i date and if someone just believes in something that's absolutely fucking utterly silly then no i can't respect them in that regard I mean, it's not that I'm going to say as a general, as a person, I don't respect them at all. I'm just like, I don't respect your opinion of that, and that's affecting how attractive you are to me. It's like the honest truth. Do I want to fuck someone who says something stupid? Not so much. Not so much. All right? It's kind of like, it's a weird thing. I can't, you know I can't slum it. You know I have problems slumming it. You know, I can't fuck stupid chicks. I have a problem with that. Hmm. So maybe that's just my whole thing. Maybe maybe you're right. Close-minded. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Uh, let's. Uh, if you want to, if you want to wish anybody a merry Christmas before you go, you're free to do so now. You don't care. You don't care I, about our fans. I, I've never. You know what? Honestly, I actually hate Christmas. You hate Christmas. I hate Christmas. Jeez. I feel weird now because I no longer hate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hate it with a passion. No, I just, I just, you know, I enjoy all the getting together with everybody, but everything surrounding Christmas. I said it. I, said, I think I said it during the Thanksgiving show. Is Thanksgiving gets it right? Christmas is a fucking bullshit. Well, the only reason I'm kind of liking Christmas these days is because it's fucking dark all the time and it's cold. And I'm beginning to understand the reason why people try to party a lot. Because it sucks being, you know, in a northern country wintertime. So I'm going to enjoy myself this fucking winter solstice because... It's probably going to be a long winter. Yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy myself over the holidays, too. But all of the negativity that comes out of it will be directly related to the, the whole Christmas uh, baggage that gets attached to it. Well, you're lucky, though. I mean, uh, you're going to a place where the temperature's not quite as bad, right? Mm. Like, what's the temperature in Tennessee right now? Like oh, 13 degrees or something? Warm. It's warmish. Warm. It's not cold. It's raining. It's not snowing. It's raining. Ugh. Yeah. I hate you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Before we go, I'd like to remind everybody that if you're a big, huge fan of the show... Big, huge fan, of course. Uh, we do have a bonus show. That's for patrons. We ask $20 a year for uh, for members. You get our entire catalog of shows. It's up to 35 now. And uh, you get a membership for a year with that. So it's not much. It's a, it amounts to about $1.67 uh, per month. It's a small amount that we ask for. And it's what allows us to continue to do what we do. Yeah, we uh, are we are listener-supported Every, listeners supported everything pretty much because uh, unfortunately because we swear and because we say other various offensive things I mean it's an atheist show too I mean who are you going to sell advertising to honestly mm. <laughs> Scientologists maybe oh no no they, I don't want them to be aware of our, of our existence because then they'll sue us and then they'll take over the good atheist mm. <laughs> it'll be horrible yeah they'll be go through all the old shows and listen to that one episode that's sung by a Scientologist <laughs> Then we're fucked. We're totally fucked. We're totally fucked. As long as they can find some excuse, you know, to sue us to oblivion, they would. Mm -hmm. They probably would. Okay, with that, my name is Jacob Forte. I'm Ryan Harkness. Have a good atheist day, everybody.